Hi, I'm Gracie Sarkeesian, the Executive Director at the NYU Wasserman Center, and this is All in a Day's Work, the podcast we've created for you. The NYU network is expansive, and our alumni have an array of unique experiences. All in a Day's Work will bring you episodes featuring members of the NYU community doing interesting work and navigating the professional world. We're excited to share their stories with you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello, this is Miriam Miller, your host for another episode of All in a Day's Work. We're joined today by Matt Schulte, the Senior Manager of Client Services at Kansas City Royals. Matt, so happy to have you here today. Yeah, it's great to be here. All right, well, we're just going to jump right in and talk a little bit about you and your story. So you came to NYU as an undergrad to study sports management here at the university. So can you tell us a little bit about what drew you to NYU and that particular program? Yeah, I mean, New York City was a big part of it, being a high school senior, and I thought of living in New York as a college student, but uh, also uh, got to visit the campus, uh, really like the urban feel of the campus, and then also the program I went into, the sports management program. I got a, a tour and got to talk to the administrators there and really felt like it was a strong program. It was the right fit for me. They were dedicated to the students there and providing a great experience. So it's kind of a combination of the program, the NYU brand, the the campus feel, where I really wanted to make NYU my college home. Fantastic. I think it's so helpful when you can get involved on in your college campus and feel like you're really able to build community with people. You're able to talk about your school and show your school pride. I yeah. think that's such a great way to get involved. So I'm so glad to hear that you were able to do that. So I want to talk a little bit about, you know, after you finish this time at college, as you begin to approach graduation and start to think about looking for a job, what was that process like for you? Yeah, definitely intimidating, but um, NYU does have good resources to help students um, finding a full-time job. And I looked and I looked and I wanted to stay in New York. was able to land an internship, though, after graduation, a paid internship in my industry. That's important. While ideally you try to get a full-time job after college, you know, still doing internships is okay. Still relevant experience and gave me a little bit more additional time to find a full-time job. And then eventually I did get that one yes um, while I was in that internship post-graduation and was able to land a job at the Kansas City Royals and able to go back to my hometown and work for my hometown team. So what is it that you would credit with eventually landing that job at the Kansas City Royals? Did networking play a part in that at all? How did you find it? What did that look like for you? Yeah, for sure. Utilizing the resources of NYU it was helpful, and I definitely encourage students at any college to utilize everything that the college experience provides. And so I was at a, a networking event for the NYU sports management program and had told one of the alumni that I had applied for a job at the Royals. And that alumni said, oh, wait, I know someone that works at the Royals. And so that alumni reached out to the Royals, let them know, you know, I still had to have a good resume. I still had to interview well, but using that alumni connection, again, pulled out my resume from the stack of resumes, I think. So, you know, definitely the networking, whether it's a career, career resource center, a professor, you know, the alumni base, it's good to put yourself out there, make people aware of jobs that you applied for or jobs you're interested in because they can help you along the way. Yeah, I think such a big part of the process can just be putting yourself out there and, and just letting all of your contacts and people who are in your network know what it is that you're looking for and where it is that you're looking. So 
it's so nice to hear that NYU did provide a really helpful contact and connection there. So that's great. And I know you've worked with them for a long time now. You've spent almost your whole career there. You've been there 11 years. Can you talk a little bit about what that trajectory has been like in the company from those early days of selling tickets to what you do for them now? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I've been uh, here 11 years. It's been a fast 11 years, and a crazy up and down. So I started out in ticket sales and then was able to transition to the marketing department. And so had two different roles within the marketing department over the course of about eight years. Within marketing, I handled various elements like giveaway items like bobbleheads and t-shirts and jerseys. But, you know, creating the giveaway items is kind of iconic, especially in baseball. People love the bobbleheads and whatnot. So it was really cool to create those items. So I was able to do that for about eight years and kind of worked my way up. And then about a year ago, uh, we had some restructuring and reorganizing within the organization. And they thought it was best I kind of move into the corporate sponsorship department. So I did that and I agreed with them. And it's been great. It's been great to be able to learn different facets of the organization and so now my role as, you know, senior manager of client services, I am on the fulfillment and activation side of corporate sponsorship. So I have about 15 or so sponsors that I oversee and make sure that everything gets fulfilled within their contract. So uh, that's my role now. I enjoy working with some of the big brands, both nationally and locally in Kansas City. And really, you know, it truly is a partnership where you are um, reaching out to them, talking to them about what their business goals are, what their objectives are, why they want to partner with the Royals, and same vice versa of why do we want to partner with their brand. So been a lot of fun. We actually just did a, a sponsor trip down towards spring training complex. I just spent the last weekend down with some of our big sponsors, um, something we do every year and a chance to really get to know them at a human personal level. And so it's elements like that that are good create those friendships, those connections, those relationships, which then help in the long run to creating successful partnerships. And it sounds like you've really been able to navigate the organization and move more and more towards things that align closely with your interests and your values in the work. And so that's certainly really nice to see. And I definitely want to come back to that in a little bit. But I wonder if before we we talk about that, we can also touch a little bit on what it is about the organization in general that motivated you to stay there for this long. You know, we know that a lot of people these days don't necessarily stay long term with a company or an organization, and yet you've been there for so long. What kind of keeps you there? What is it that they're doing that really aligns with your values? Yeah, you're right. That is kind of a rarity these days for sure. But with any job, it, it truly is, you know, the relationship goes both ways. You know, you want to provide to the company and you hope the company you know, provides back to you, whether it's a fulfilling job, whether they provide you with the resources to be successful, they believe in you, trust you, and, and support you in different ways. And I felt that at the Royals. I felt like it's been a place that's easy to navigate, a very open door policy with leadership. So it is kind of a combination of one, I've been happy with what the Royals do to support their employees. Um, and two, um, been happy with the work I've done. It's very fulfilling in terms of the impact that we get to make on a daily basis, both in the community and as an entertainment property. I mean, we're in the business of making people happy, essentially, and giving back to the community. And so it's a very fulfilling, rewarding job that we get to have here in this market. Yeah. And I think on that note that you brought up of really giving back to the community, I know that you're someone who does spend a lot of their time doing philanthropic work as well. So what inspires you about the organizations that you volunteer with 
And how do you as a working professional find time for it? Yeah, it's a juggling act for sure. Um, time management is key. But uh, yeah, you know, that was something that was instilled in me with my parents. They had always kind of given back and been philanthropic. And so I definitely wanted to do the same. And again, I kind of continued on with being involved at NYU. And then when I established myself in the Kansas City community, wanting to be involved. What I've really had to juggle is you want to say yes to everything. And it's hard to do that. And you just quite frankly can't. So you really need to figure out within yourself what you're passionate about. What are causes that are meaningful to you, that are close to you, that impact you, and start there. And then, you know, there's many ways to be involved. You can give financially as well. You can support these organizations financially. You can volunteer. You can go to their events. You can be an ambassador. So I've kind of done a combination of those things. For me, the arts are a big part of my life. And so I try to get back to some of those organizations and support the local arts community in Kansas City that I feel is really strong. But you really do have to kind of pick and choose and figure out what you can do within your bandwidth. For example, you know, working in baseball, my summers tend to be busier than the winters. So I kind of dive in to these organizations in the winter than I do the summer months. But I definitely think it's, you know, important to be involved in the community that you're in, support it in a way that you feel is right for you. Yeah. And I think as you talked about not only being involved in your local community in that, but also in really feeling like you're working for an organization where you have that support and community, I think having both of those things makes such a big difference. So I know also you're a member of the LGBTQ community. Can you talk a little bit about how you found support in that identity in the workplace, or if you found that there are challenges in being a gay man in the sports industry? Yeah, so that's definitely another layer to all of this. Um, I came out at about the age of 25. I had been at the Royals for probably two years or maybe three years at that point. And I'd really kind of figured myself out with uh, in Kansas City and uh, had the confidence at that point. It was a big internal struggle for me of really accepting that, you know, I am a, a gay guy. And so it took a while, but I finally got that footing and acceptance and, you know, decided to come out to everybody, both work, uh, personally, all that. It was a interesting challenge, but rewarding and worth it. And thankfully, received all positive feedback here at the Royals and also in my personal life. So, but yeah, it was a struggle with that, out of doubt of figuring out, you know, how to be my true self within the workplace, how to tell my boss that I'm, you know, gay, something personal, how to bring a personal element to me to the work. And thankfully, I had the guidance around me and support around me. But yeah, it's, you know, it's important, I think, to be true to yourself, to be authentic, especially in the workplace. I think that's important. So um, I've been able to help grow elements here at the Royals, like creating a pride night here. And I'm chair of our pride employee resource group as well. And we're making some strides. So it's, it's all elements like that, where I've been able to take my personal self and kind of grow it into the professional work environment. And people seem to actually respect me maybe more because of that element. And I have that confidence to be able to bring that element to the workplace and be proud of who I am. Yeah, I think it makes such a difference when we can show up in the workplace as our authentic selves and feel like we're getting the support that we deserve and that the people around us really kind of have our backs. And so it's so nice to hear that that's sounds like that's very much been your experience there at the Kansas City Royals and within Major League Baseball. So that's great. Do you have any advice for members of the LGBTQ community about being out in the workplace and how to 
approach those conversations, how to look for support. I know you mentioned you're involved in some of the employee resource groups. Can you talk about some of those elements a little bit more? Yeah. So, I mean, that's a great way to go for support. If your organization or company has employee resource groups is to start there. Talk to your HR department, talk to your PR department, talk to your boss. You know, it depends on your comfort level with your boss of if you do have those personal conversations. But I felt it was a part of me that I didn't really want to hide. You know, I wanted to be able to talk about it in the workplace. I wanted to be able to bring you know, my boyfriend to the Christmas party, if I I felt that need to. So it's, you know, elements like that, that you think about within the workplace. And some people prefer to hide that. And that's fine. That's their choice. But when it, you feel right, and when you feel ready to do it, and you want to be more, you know, out and open within the office, then I think it's appropriate to do so. So in general, especially in these times, I think, you know, it's, it's okay, it's positive, things will turn out better towards the end. If if you're able just to be your true authentic self within the workplace. The NYU Production Lab, SPS Real World, and NYU Athletics are pleased to announce the second annual NYU Sports Film Festival, which is produced in association with the National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences, SNY, Religion of Sports, OBB Media, Round Mound Media, Yahoo, and Overtime. Join us Saturday, April 30th from 2.30 to 10 p.m. for an evening of sports-themed short films, industry speaker panels, and interactive workshops. This year's festival will feature honorees and NYU alumni, Ronaldo Marcus Green, director of King Richard, and actor Billy Crudup. For registration and more information, visit wp.nyu.edu forward slash sff. I wanted to go back to something else that you had talked about a little bit earlier, which was the trajectory that you've had within the organization. So I wanted to ask you a little bit more about how you were able to learn and adjust to each different role. Yeah, definitely important. And each job kind of has a different skill set as well. I, I always have the mindset that it's good to get a holistic, comprehensive experience, <laughs> no matter where you're at, uh, to be well-rounded, so to speak. I have thoroughly enjoyed staying relevant at the Royals and learning different departments, learning how different areas of the operation work and function. You know, it's it's being adaptive, it's being willing to learn, be willing to ask questions, knowing that you don't have all the answers, knowing that you're learning a new area, knowing that people communicate differently, and so being able to navigate the different personalities within your organization you know, I've certainly been able to take each job with open arms of willingness to dive in, willingness to learn, willing to grow, you know, be open-minded and know that there are skill sets that you'll be strong at, other skill sets that you need to learn. But most of the skill sets do translate over to each role. So have confidence, you know, that the background that you have, the skills you've gained, you can use those really in any job or profession. You just might have to adjust or there's different verbiage or different ways of doing things. But a lot of those skill sets do translate from job to job. And I wanted to ask you also, one of the challenges that a lot of people have when trying to seek advancement or promotion within an organization is being able to have those conversations with supervisors about looking for other things or about asking for raises. I think it can be very intimidating. Do you have any advice for people who are really looking for growth within their organization and trying to figure out how to navigate those conversations? Yeah, to be completely real, it is intimidating. <laughs> I've found it intimidating, but it's not 
um, that bad and something that you should do and should not be scared of. So I, I think two things for me is one, you need to find the right time to do it. You know, for example, during the COVID time period, I decided to not ask for a raise. I knew that there was not much money within the organization. So that might sound obvious, but there's something, you know, whether it's COVID or who knows if you if your company is going through a tough time, knowing when the right time to ask is key. And then second, if you do ask, having some reasons or numbers behind it are helpful. You know, if you have any metrics in terms of, you know, how you've achieved goals or met and exceeded goals or other reasons, X, Y, and Z of why, you know, I want a raise, you know, all those are obviously helpful rather than just going in and, you know, and you review and say, hey, I think I want a raise. So, you know, find the right time, find the, the backing for it. You know, ideally, your boss has your best interests in hand and, you know, your boss will be your biggest advocate. Um, that's another thing I've been thankful for at the Royals is that my bosses have always been very supportive and very much an advocate for for me. And so that's been a nice experience to have. So definitely worth fighting for yourself, being an advocate for yourself. And if you feel like the work that you've done deserves a financial obligation to it, then then go and do it. Thank you for that. So, Matt, one of the last things I wanted to ask you about is your continued involvement here with NYU. So can you speak a little bit to what it's like to give back as an alum today and to donate your time in a way that's a little bit different or that might have similarities to what you did as an undergrad? Yeah, so continuing the theme of giving back, you know, that's another area that I wanted to engage in. And I, again, started with my parents of seeing them give back to their university and you know, I'm thankful of what NYU provided me. I had a valuable experience there, so I certainly want to give back. So I try to be involved as I can as a distant alum. I don't go to the campus very often, so I do what I can here in Kansas City. So even yesterday, actually, I did uh, some mock interviews with some students in the sports management program. They did some mock interviews with me for a sports job, a mock sports job. I took notes and gave them feedback of what they did well and what they could do better. You know, it's stuff like that I try to do. I'm actually uh, going to speak to an NYU sports management class here in a couple of weeks. I'm presenting on uh, some sponsorship elements. So that's another area I try to get back. When we have high school, college fairs here in Kansas City, I will occasionally be the NYU rep at the table. And, you know, if I'm back in New York City, I, I try to connect with uh, professors or uh, attend a, a NYU event or, or whatnot. So, yeah, I definitely try to be involved where I can. Yeah, proud NYU alum here for sure. That's great to hear. And I think it's I think it's just such a great reminder also for people who would like to give back to NYU but maybe feel like maybe they don't have a lot of money to give financially and they want to help but they're not sure how. I think there are so many ways that alumni can be involved with the community, whether it's with their specific program and the students who are there now, whether it's helping recruit students for admissions. I mean, there's just so many ways to stay connected with the community and support other students and other alums. Yeah, 100%. And that's a good point. You know, I the financial commitment is probably not quite there yet. For now, this is my comfort zone in terms of giving back in other ways with my human capital, so to speak, and uh, doing different thing, events and, and things for the students there. So you're right. There are so many different ways to, to give back and be involved. Well, I'm so glad to hear that you are involved in those ways. I'd love to also ask what's next for you. 
So in the short term, anyway, it's getting ready for the baseball season. You know, only in year two of my corporate sponsorship job. So I very feel like I very much have a lot to learn and grow within the sponsorship area. Each year, I kind of in the offseason assess where I'm at personally and professionally. And that's probably good for anyone to do is whether you do it, you know, year by year or whatnot. But I kind of make an assessment of if I'm happy, where I think I'm at professionally and all that. So I assess that year by year. So don't don't make any long term plans. You know, you never know where your career is going to wind up. But I feel like my goal and trajectory is hopefully to remain on the sports business side in some fashion. Well, Matt, it sounds like you're doing very well and lots of exciting new developments in the field. No pun intended. Um, so <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I certainly um, am glad to hear that there's some exciting things on the horizon. So thank you so much for being with us today. We really appreciate your time. My name is Miriam Miller, your host for this episode of All in a Day's Work. Thank you to our special guest, Matt Schulte, for being with us today. And thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about the services that are offered at the Wasserman Center, you can log on to our career portal, Handshake, through your NYU homepage. Today's episode was hosted by Miriam Miller with episode guest Matt Schulte. We're produced by Miriam Miller, Sarah Rosenthal, and Ben Barzilai, edited by Ben Barzilai, and created with support from Nia Beresford, Danielle Crystal, Haley Garofalo, Joseph Mercadante, and Carrie Contianis. That's all in a day's work. Thanks for listening.